Stu, smell my armpits. Uh, no, thank you. No, no, seriously, smell my armpits. They well, smell take a pass wonderful. On that. No, seriously, they smell wonderful. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. <sighs> you're not a real friend. No. You know, you're not, you're not adding anything. I'm trying to sell product here, sweat block. Sweat block sells itself. Yeah. Smell my armpits. No, Come on, I'm do take do one for the show. No, I don't like the show that much. All right, well, there you go. What, are you afraid that it's going to smell? No, I just don't want to get doesn't. that close to you. This is the kind of unprofessional attitude I deal with every day. While I'm out here sweating, working hard, well, not sweating, working hard, well, not working, trying to tell you about sweatblock.com. Go to sweatblock.com. They have, this is game changing. It really is. Um, Invented by, I love this, invented by a professor at Harvard who was a scientist and he's got sweat tacos and he's like, come on, man. I'm a scientist. I've got to be able to figure out a way. And so he came up with these wipes. You wipe them on your underarms uh, or anywhere, really, uh, once a week. You don't sweat. You don't need deodorant. Nothing. It's amazing. Sweatblock. Turn the faucets off. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save. Sweatblock.com. Look for the wipes. Welcome to Good Friday, Easter, and Passover week. Uh, it is a week of miracles. Today, we have part two of my interview uh, with Jonathan Kahn. I just ran out of time yesterday, so I invited him back today. The return of the gods, it's unbelievable. Uh, when you hear this, everything will begin to make sense. You know, it's kind of like the... Remember how when I was always going on and on about Woodrow Wilson, you're like, what? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's why we're going through what we're going through. Yeah. First phase, Woodrow Wilson. Second phase, Satan. Okay. When you understand the ancient gods and the rituals that were involved, we're doing them all right now as a nation. We just don't know it. So we're going to go into some of that and our fast. If you have joined us, thank you. Fasting and praying for the country today and uh, humbling ourselves and saying, help, help us, help us. Uh, and trying to shake off some of this uh, evil that we have going on. Great day to join us. Lots on tap. We're going to talk about the economy in just a few minutes. Uh, we, we also have a great podcast. I'll tell you about Perfect for the Weekend. We're going to start in 60 seconds. Cynthia wrote in about her experience with Relief Factory. She says, last night I was able to sleep through the night without waking up from pain and cramping from my right hip and leg. It's uh, almost the end of my second week of taking Relief Factor, and it is the first time I have genuinely felt hopeful that my life could go back to normal. Thank you. Cynthia, my gosh, it almost makes me want to cry. I know that 
moment that I had where I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I, I may not have to live the rest of my life this way. It is so great. Please try it like Cynthia and I have done. It may not work for you. It doesn't work for 30% of the people. 70% go on and order month after month because it works for them. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Hello Stu, how are you? Glenn, happy good oh, Friday. Thank you very much. You fasting? I have not had anything to eat. No, it's not the same as fasting. It's not. No. I, I That's know. a diet or just well, I, I, I thought to myself, usually I like have a little bite maybe during the show. And I was like, I, I think maybe I'll skip that today. Wow. You do that for America? I, you know, I mean, it's not a great place, but it's okay. You <laughs> you'd know? go that far. You'd skip a snack. Well, you'd consider I cons- snipping. Oh, yeah, I didn't say a, I committed yeah, to I got it, it. I said I would consider it. I got it. I, I haven't it. had, I mean, I, if I can make it to the end of the show, does that count? No, not really. Wait, can I get a couple of states? Like, I know you're doing the whole day for America. What about, like, I got, like, Texas and, like, I don't know, Florida. For, for a, But I get through the whole show. For, like, a two-hour, three-hour yeah, like fast? a three-hour fast gets me, buys me a couple of states. Delaware. <laughs> Just Delaware? Just Delaware. I don't think that's going to work on Delaware. No, I, well. I mean, God works miracles, but, man, I, have you ever been there? <laughs> yeah, driven through it. It takes about 10 minutes. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, that's beautiful, beautiful, especially this time of Way too much Biden there. influence on that state going back multiple yeah. decades. It's just a lot to take yeah. there. I think I would need the whole day to get to that state. Hey, can I ask you a question? Do you drink beer? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It, bud? I mean, honestly, like, I'm not a beer connoisseur. Like, yeah. I have friends who are like, they you just brew their own beer. Like, yeah, and you're just like six pack. Just, I just like want to get yeah. loaded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be honest about it, that is why I drink beer. I don't drink beer oh. because I love the taste. I love when I have a you couple. Know what I, I, uh, being an alcoholic, mm-hmm. you know what I want a beer? All, with pizza? All, well, no. All times? <laughs> no, I go for hard, hard oh, liquor. Okay. okay. Uh, I want a beer with pizza. Okay. And for some reason, I'm working outside, mowing the lawn, something else, and you just like, I want an ice cold beer. Mm. So, I, and I think I've earned it. I mean, it's I'm I'm you know 25 years into into. It's basically uh, fast. What you're talking about is an alcohol fast for 25, for 25 years, years. Certainly, you deserve certainly. one cold yeah. beer <laughs> on a hot afternoon. Right, right. So I guess Bud Light's being pulled from the shelves all over the country. I wonder how. You see, these things always fascinate me because I'm just not a believer that boycotts really do much of anything. I mean, I, we, I, I mean, the. Well, I have a theory on this, but go ahead. Yeah, but let me. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. So yeah, was, blab for a while. I was talking to a friend today about the Mandalorian, which is yeah. out, right? Yeah. And the Mandalorian is a Star Wars series. Yes. Which formerly starred Gina Carano in uh-huh. by far the, as by far the best character on the show. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like the Mandalorian, I think isn't really good. I think it's like related to Star Wars, so therefore we accept it, or at least did. I actually like it. I don't think it's that good, actually. Yeah, okay. But I could, you know, and I like Star Wars. I'm a Star Wars right. fan, but I, I just don't think it's very good. I, I okay. wasn't right. incredibly I it. interested in anyway. Okay. And then they blew out Gina Carano, and I was like, why am I watching this? I'm like, I'm right. forcing myself through it anyway. Why am I bothering? And when that happened, there was a lot of 
justified and unified opposition to Disney's decision on that, right? Yeah. Like they really did. People really did step up. They canceled Disney plus. They did a lot of things uh, to push back against that. They don't care at all. I mean, no, they, they, care. they care at all. They, no. That did nothing to them. They don't, they don't care how many people canceled their, their subscriptions because they, they care more about, I don't know, putting transgendered people, you know, on, you know, on, well, on I think in shows, I think with the case with bud, this is a case of ESG. Totally. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Walt, Disney, uh, Walt Disney Company, they are, I mean, they're Ide- all... An ideological company. Ideological company, right? company absolutely. They're a left-wing ideological yes. company at this point. Budweiser? Not really, Come right? Come on. They just want to give sell beers, usually. They just want to sell beer, but they can get away with this because if you look at all of the beers that they... You know, you're going, I'm not going to buy a Bud. So I'm going to buy this one. That looks kind of good. Budweiser probably owns it. Probably owns it, yeah. That's the problem with monopolies. We've let these companies get... about a monopoly. Budweiser is not a monopoly. There's thousands and thousands of brewers. You can go to other places. However, you look at... uh, I don't even know who owns Kraft. Is Kraft the the owner of all of everything else, or is craft just one of many that you know it's like yeah. uh, it's hard to tell it is it's hard to tell there are there are there are like eight companies out there that really pretty much control all the food and they don't care i was like oh yeah you're gonna give up cocoa puffs huh mm. yeah you can make those decisions for yourself correct and you can solve things for yourself a lot of times i think we lose sight of that being important that's why I, honestly yeah. i i want to boycott coke then it leaves me with nothing to drink that I like. Okay, nothing, nothing. I mean, I I went to water. I went to that Mexican bubbly water. What the hell is that stuff? Oh, Tobo called? Chico. Yeah, Tobo Chico, owned by Coca Cola. <laughs> I mean, this is like forget it. I didn't forget even know that. It. That's funny. Yeah. So, you know, Glenn, I was, I was, I wanted to encourage you on this because I know you've been tossing and turning about this for a while. Mm-hmm. What if you consider stop no um, liquid at all for like let's say three or four weeks? You should just do it. Wow. You, even, even water. Yeah. You no think water. that's healthy? Yeah. I, I think, okay. I think it, it, look, I think it's more important for this country right. for you to take a stand yeah, and have okay. no, no, no liquids, water. no hydration whatsoever. Should I make for, it into a big statement or just do it? I think, first of all, you should just do it. <laughs> Second of all, it's going to tempt you. So what if we just drop you off in the middle of a desert somewhere where you there's no way for you to get any I don't like liquids. the heat and I've got bad skin cancer problems. You know what? I wouldn't worry about it. Really? After this one. Okay. Okay. Wouldn't worry. In oh, fact, you, it's like a cure. It's it's got to take your mind off of it. <laughs> right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Uh, by the way, uh, the uh, Dylan Mulvaney thing. I'm sorry. It just bothers me that his name has vein in it for some reason. But uh, the Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, I don't know if that was what completely necessary. But yeah. So go ahead. I mean, he's vain. He's always looking at himself like, look oh, at me. Look at me. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. exactly what you meant. So. Uh, so, you know, he's he's doing ads now for Budweiser uh, as a woman and also uh, Nike sports bras. We've talked about this yesterday and I was thinking about it. You know, it's not that I have a problem with him doing ads, you know, but the Nike sports bra, really? It's just insulting to women. It's insulting to women. And I think there is a better. In fact, I've, I've made the ad. Can we bring that up? <laughs> um, there he is. Uh, I think he'd be a great spokesperson for Banana Republic. <laughs> and uh, I'm tweeting that out this morning. I just you have you've had a series of these, and mm. each one a tad more disturbing than the last. Just a 
Because the first you... one I saw, it just it had the Nike logo and a, a wonderful mm-hmm. picture of Dylan Mulvaney in a sports mm-hmm. bra, and then it said "Just Dude It," which was better than "Just Tuck It." Well, I don't know, right? You know, they were both very disturbing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but this, I you know, I wanted to be positive. I don't want to. I don't want to tear somebody down. I think you know what? You've got the wrong brand. It's not Nike. It's Banana Republic. I, this is this is a really, you really kind of have to see the ad. Yeah. No, I, I think, and you have the logo placed in a very interesting spot. What are you talking about? I, I think what I what I would oh, that's the Nike swoosh. Doesn't really work oh, with the Banana Republic. It doesn't work with the Banana. I just thought it was part. Of, anyway, go ahead. What? It is a really strange moment, is it not? Because you're right. The the Bud Light thing. We didn't really finish the ESG thought there, but like they do this. The only thing really you can come up with is they're doing this to be able to say to the ESG people, come on, we're the people that did the Dylan Mulvaney thing. You're going to get mad at us because we use so many aluminum cans? Come on. We did the Dylan Mulvaney thing. Come on. You got to be with us on ESG scores. Correct. Come on. This is this is this is proof positive. They don't care about you. Capitalism only works when the people are considered. You know, capitalism when it's good is, I think, the best charity vehicle ever. You want to raise money for charities? Find a great product that changes people's lives. Make that and donate to charity. You'll raise more money than you could possibly ever do by going with your hat in your hand. Um, So capitalism is at its best when its core is, what does society need? Mm -hmm. What does society need? What, What could I do that I could sell people that will make their lives easier and better. Okay, that's how the world changed. That's how that's why we're sitting here with all of these great things in our lives and we're all now I don't know. I mean, I'm so oppressed. Shut up. Look at your life. Even the poorest among us. Look at the opportunities that you have. Okay? You have the greatest library ever on your phone. Never thought of before. And that's because some capitalists went, I wonder how we could do that. And so they, they did it. They're just the phone itself changed, changes the world. It's incredible. Okay? It's incredible. What's happening now is companies like uh, Bud, companies like Disney, They don't care about the customer. Disney doesn't care because they think they have the market cornered. They're Disney. Disney, ABC. They got everything. Marvel, you want to go see a movie? Good, we got you. Okay, so they think that they have this monopoly, and they do. I mean, it's not, you're right, it's not a monopoly, but it's so powerful and big, and they have convinced all of our children that, what do you... What do you mean? I, what do you mean? I'm not going to be a princess. Okay. So you're like, okay, we'll go to Disney. They don't care because they have the corner on the market. Bud doesn't care because you don't matter. You don't matter. What matters is the banks, the insurance companies, the government. They've got to have an ESG score. So they'll get product placement. So they'll be able to sell. So they're not going to be. Did you see the um, uh, I read it, I think, last week. I don't know if you were here, uh, but there was a letter that went out to all of the insurance companies and it was an ESG letter. 
And it went out to all the insurance companies from all of these NGOs, okay? All the Save the Planet, the Sierra Club, all of them. Mm -hmm. And it said, we want a report on what you're doing to make sure you're not doing business with these kinds of corporations. You've got to cancel their insurance now. And the last paragraph is, or we will report you. To all of the organizations, the banks, we will report you to uh, the federal government and its agencies. I mean, it was it was a terroristic threat. Yeah, I, you know, it's a good reminder that your book is coming out here relatively soon. That covers yeah. a lot of this. Um, I, you know, you look at this stuff, and I think maybe the most disturbing part is not even that Dylan Mulvaney is pretending to be a woman. It's, it's that he ins- does it really badly. It's <laughs> insulting. It's, it's like it's insulting. It's like a really bad local theater actor trying to portray a woman, what he believes a woman would be like, and it's like this weird caricature of of a woman. Uh, I, I, I can't believe seen, people are. You ever see the movie The Birdcage? Ever see the movie Birdcage? Yeah, Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. great movie, mm-hmm. right? Robin Williams and uh, oh shoot, others, the, uh, the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Nathan, Nathan Lane. Lane. That's right. Uh, and uh, and in it, Nathan Lane, it plays, you know, a, a drag artist. Okay. Right. And he's sitting on the couch. I just watched it just the other day. He's sitting on the couch in his room and he's, you know, having a hissy fit. And uh, he's like, oh, men, men, you just think this about us women. And Robin Williams turns around and goes, you're not a woman. <laughs> oh, okay. That was woke back then. And Gosh. they were saying, you're not a woman. Okay. And it's fine. It was true. Now you can't even say that. I bet the birdcage couldn't be made like it was. Oh, no way. No way. No, no way. way could that movie be made today. I'm surprised you could even find a place to watch it. Do you have it on DVD? Because no, if you don't, I don't no, I'm surprised it it's still on Amazon the, or something. I'm surprised it's still on the streaming services. Yeah. Back in just a minute, it's hard to cancel Robin Williams. Uh, drive your car around without uh, some form of protection once the warranty has expired is begging for trouble. Good news is you don't have to do that. With Car Shield, you can drive around with a peace of mind that I have when I I take my work trucks out and they these are they are driven hard and put up wet every single day and they've got a billion miles on it and I don't want to replace them. I just want to keep them running, but it's not like cars in the past where I could just go to, you know, the Pep Boys and get some stuff and fix it. Well, I couldn't, but somebody could go to Pep Boys and fix it. Now no one can do it, and it costs you a fortune. CarShield has affordable protection plans now to fit every budget and cover more parts than ever before. CarShield, dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage like I have. CarShield, 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan. Lock in your price, and it'll never go up. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, there's a couple of things that um, you need to know about the um, 
Stu just mentioned my book is coming out. It is coming out, and it's coming out in uh, July. And uh, I want you to pre-order if you can. Uh, you'll find it wherever you get your books. Just go Barnes & Noble or, or Amazon or your local bookstore and order it now. You'll make sure you get a copy of Dark Future. It is part two in the Great Reset series and really very important. I show you the next phase. And Jamie Dimon kind of, uh, uh, kind of tipped the hand on the next phase. Listen to this. This came out just this week. Have you heard anyone talking about it? Chief Executive J.P. Morgan has suggested that governments now need to seize private land to build wind and solar farms in order to meet net zero targets. He says energy projects have to be fast tracked as the window for averting the most costly impacts of global climate change is closing. Remember, they have a goal of 2030. You will own nothing in his annual shareholder letter. They're not even hiding it. Diamond said permitting reforms are desperately needed to allow investment to be done of any kind in a timely way. We may need to invoke eminent domain because we're just not getting the investments we need for the private property. If you're going to put wind and solar panels up, you need I've, I've done this before. I've shown you the map. It takes almost almost everything east of the Mississippi to equal uh, the amount of, of energy that we currently produce. Everything east of the Mississippi. So, first of all, you're never going to get, you're never going to build that. It's never going to happen. You don't have enough land. You're not going to get people like me to sell my land. Well, they're now saying, okay, it's time. It's time just to seize land from farmers and landowners in the center of the country. Uh, <laughs> they are deadly serious. Deadly serious. By the way, another state just banned gas stoves. You know, that other thing that was, a, was never going to happen. How dare you say this? This is a conspiracy theory. Another state just banned them. Huh. Gas appliances. Um, now, J.P. Morgan Chase... Time to seize property to build wind and solar farms. My new book, Dark Future, is out soon. Get it. Make sure you spread the message to your friends. More in just a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, I'm a cyber criminal, you know? Right now I'm online. You never guess what I'm looking for. Okay, all right, I'm looking for that too, but... Uh, you know, it rhymes with your personal information. <laughs> oh, that's, I guess I just said, I get a job, sure, contributing member of society. But what's the fun in that? Little time, few clicks in the right place. I got your stuff. Those guys actually exist. In fact, I think a lot of them are in Congress right now. Everything that you do is online. You don't want to cut internet safety out of the budget. So get 25% off a subscription to LifeLock. Top-of-the-line cybersecurity with both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton right now. 
Save up to 25% off your first year. Promo code BECK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or lifelock.com. Promo code BECK. Right now, you can save 20 bucks off Blaze TV. Just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code STANDUP. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. There's a lot going on uh, with the markets and the the latest job numbers. Uh, I got a note from somebody I really trust last night said, buckle up. Uh, It could be right around the corner. And I'm like, dude, I've been buckled up since 2008. It's always just around the corner. Uh, Carol Roth is with us. She is the uh, author of The War on Small Business. Uh, former investment banker gone good and she has a book also coming out this summer that makes a great companion book uh, with mine you will own nothing in fact i highly recommend if you're going to and verify carol i'm not getting any profits from your book so i'm saying this because i believe it um uh it makes a great companion book with mine uh so buy both of them I have to say, Glenn, if you go on Amazon and they, you know, it's, it's on pre-order right now. If they say the books frequently bought together, Are it's those your two? book and my book. Yeah, so. good. Well, they belong. <laughs> they belong together. They belong together. Um, so I was just talking about something that I haven't seen anyone else talk about, uh, and that is the uh, J.P. Morgan Chase. Jamie Dimon comes out and says, "Hey, we got to start seizing land uh, for you know wind farms and." <laughs> It's just breathtaking, breathtaking how out in the open they are that you aren't going to own anything. Yeah, it's so brazen. Um, You know, when you hear these things like you will own nothing or we're going to seize these things, you kind of think of like, is this a conspiracy theory? Because there's no way the elite and the well-connected could be advocating for the end of property rights. It was was in his his quarterly report. That's what I'm saying. It's (laughs) it's unbelievable. They are saying the quiet part aloud. If you do the research, it is everywhere. And the, the challenge is it's coming from every every direction. So it's not like it's just one force that's coming at you. It's not just like it's the government or the Fed or the banking sector or the NGOs or big tech. It's everybody and all at once. And it's really interesting because if you think about how people used to or countries used to seize riches, right? They would go mm-hmm. to war with other countries and they would take other people's riches. But this time it's your own government and everyone around you coming at you. They are at war with you. So, you know, this is this is the time that we have to get back. And this right. is why they've said for years it's a conspiracy theory because they needed to delay us from stopping it. You know, and only when the American people wake up and, I, you know, I, it, we're running out of time. I saw on Tucker Carlson, what, night before last, he's now all over de-dollarization, which I've been talking about that forever. And no one thought that was possible. And it's it's happening in exactly the way I thought it would when people felt the dollar was at the end and America was weak. They would come up with a better dollar. And that's what's happening. 
Yeah, I mean, when you talk about a new financial world order, this is something that happens on a regular basis. You know, we we have lived at a time where we are the center of the global financial universe, yeah. so we feel like we're invincible. I'm sure that the British before us felt the same way, and the yep. Dutch before them felt the same way, because yep. you don't have that perspective. But as the elite are seeing this new financial world order play out, they are jockeying to put themselves in position to control every possible resource and make sure in the process you own nothing. And that is the shift that we are seeing take place. The challenge that we have, Glenn, which as you know, we always see the trajectory. We just don't know the duration. We don't know if it's going to happen in six months and we don't know if it's going to take years, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be prepared right so, now because you just don't know. Uh, yesterday, the treasury came out and said, we need punitive action and more regulation on cryptocurrency. Uh, I mean, they are doing everything they can to kill cryptocurrency. Crypto is at 27 for Bitcoin now, 27,000. That's up. Gold was at, what, 240 yesterday? And Citibank is saying that they expect it soon to be at $2,300. That's craziness. Yeah, I mean, if you control the money, you control the people. So the people who are involved with governments and central banks around the world, they are going to fight to the death to make sure they do not lose control of the money. And the interesting thing for people who are interested in maintaining hard assets, um, like I am and, and I know you are, is that uh, you know gold isn't really a center focus for them. They're very, very focused on cryptocurrency, and they're going to take that interest in it and confuse people to move towards the central bank digital currency that you've been warning about and I've been warning about. And that's the number one thing that we all need to push back on because it needs congressional authorization. They are going to slip it in somewhere, and we have to find out where and make sure that that doesn't pass. So they're going to slip it in somewhere in pieces, or it's going to come when a bank crisis happens and it's over and then they'll just go on to the on television and say to everybody you got to do this it'll be tarp they'll just ram it through you can't have a, a bank run if you don't have banks, right? Yeah. I mean, that, that's going to be their yep. arguments. And yep. we, we need to say, nope, that, that, that doesn't pass muster with us. Yeah. Um, tell me, I've been hearing about the job numbers and the job yeah. numbers came out today and they weren't so bad, but I don't trust the job numbers <laughs> from the government. Well, let me tell you a couple of things about it. First of all, it was right about around expectations, 236,000 jobs added. Uh, again, if you believe that. The interesting piece, if you do a little bit of a digging, is that government really propped up that number. So this wasn't coming um, hugely from the private sector. The private sector was less than expected, but there were 47,000 government jobs added. So all of that Jeez. government spending is you know, propping up the economy and also working against what the Fed is trying to do. So I think that's really important. Another important piece, the unemployment rate. Wait, wait, wait. Down Explain what you just said that goes against <laughs> what the Fed is trying to do. Explain that. So we know the Fed and raising rates is trying to destroy demand. They're trying to kill jobs so that they can slow inflation. Right. The government continuing to spend does not destroy demand. The government continuing to spend to add jobs does not slow that down. So the two of them 
are rowing in the wrong direction. And it's very frustrating because you have not seen the Fed come out and put this on the government and say, you have to stop your deficit spending. You need to slow down because you are working against the work that we're trying to do here in taming inflation. They just refuse to, to put anything on the government, which is creating a huge set of issues, which means the Fed's going to have to raise their interest rates even higher and have a longer term impact in terms of what I believe is going to be an eventual recession. So let's look at this from a different perspective entirely, because I, I no longer give people the benefit of the doubt who are actively pushing ESG and everything else, um, <laughs> the World Economic Forum. They, they know they have a different agenda. So right. let me look at this with the eyes of the Treasury and the Fed and the White House their agenda is to make sure you own nothing and they right. own everything and you're a renter from the rest of your, your rest of your existence. Um, what would be the advantage of doing this? You're running up, you're crushing the private sector, growing the government, spending out of control. You're raising the interest rates to try to keep up, but yet you're spending more so inflation keeps going. What is the end result of that? So, you know, it's it's hard to know intentions. Some of it could just be stupidity and arrogance that, you know, we're going to continue to grow the government. We've never had problems before. It will eventually sort itself out. You know, they all believe in these, you know, ridiculous theories, modern monetary theory and the like. And even though we've proved them to be wrong, they figure, oh, that'll sort itself over time. But there could be something else going on. Um, Jared Bernstein, who was a advisor to President Obama, he's a advisor to President Joe Biden, wrote a piece in the New York Times in 2014 called Dethrone King Dollar. And he basically was making the argument all the way back in 2014 that, oh, it's not so great to have this exorbitant privilege. We really don't want to be the center of the financial universe. Here are all the issues, which, by the way, there are some issues, but mm -hmm. there are a lot of privileges and a lot of benefits that oh, we yeah. reap from it. So, you know, there is a theory and a line to be drawn to say that they are intentionally trying to topple the dollar. And if you look at the weaponization of the dollar that was done um, against Russia during the invasion of Ukraine, when they decided to freeze Russia's reserve mm -hmm. assets, if you look at these different behaviors, you look at the people around them who have been advocating from the inside to dethrone King Dollar since at least 2014, there is definitely an argument to be made that this is something that they want to happen. Now, again, they may think that they're going to then replace that with a digital dollar and it will all be hunky-dory, but every no time way. they do something like this, you know, it goes sideways and we end right. up and as average Americans suffering the repercussions. And you would, if you dethrone the dollar, the reason why people are jumping on board is two reasons. One, they see weakness in America. They don't know how long it lasts. If I am right. a smaller country and I have to choose between the United States and China, I might be moving to China if I'm just worried about my security and my country. You know what I mean? Um, because the United States looks weaker and weaker every single day. Uh, so if you are if you are moving over, you're doing it because you're a small country and you're just looking for stability and want to be on the winning side. Uh, or get the investment, the, the Belt and Road Initiative. Correct. That China's been making those investments. Correct. So that's a piece of it as well. Correct. Uh, or you are um, getting out because the dollar's been weaponized. 
See, that, that's the thing with a, a reserve currency. This is the downside for a country. You have to be uh, self-sacrificing on that dollar. You're, you are protecting the dollar sometimes against your own economy because the sound dollar is important, not just for you, but the entire world. Right. We well, have destroyed it. Because we want more government and we're weaponizing it. That that makes the the gold standard being a dollar worthless. Well, think about for China. They are a net importer of food and oil. And these are commodities that are priced in dollars. So just like today, when our dollar buys less, when it buys less for them, that means less food and oil they can buy for their country. That becomes a national economic yep. an economic security issue for them as well. So they do have an argument there that says this isn't great for us as a country. It's not just that they're trying to flex their muscle as a superpower, which they are, by the way. So yeah. that's, that's another third thing. Oh, yeah. is that they're all trying to, to topple the dollar because they want to come out on top. But this is a national and economic security. It threatens their food supply. It threatens their energy supply when you are dependent on the dollar and you have a Fed that will not manage the dollar for the stability of the world or, by the way, for the stability of the U.S. Um, and you, you, you see this trajectory happening and you know these people who aren't doing their job, they don't want to depend on that. They cannot depend on that because it is the security security of their country you need to do your own homework uh on what it means for a dollar or you know the sterling or the mark or whatever when they have collapsed in the past it is not an easy thing you get through it but it is not an easy thing especially if the government is hostile to its own people Um, but it is a matter of when it's not a matter of if anymore do you think i'm safe in saying that I do. I think somebody should write a book about that. They should call it Nothing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and do the research for you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Carol. Um, my book is called Dark Future. Her book is You'll Own Nothing. They are two sides of the same coin. She goes into a lot of what you can do, how it works, what she does all that research. I'm doing all the research on what they're planning, what the second phase is. Um, make sure you order them online now. Dark Future by me and uh, You Will Own Nothing by Carol Roth. Thank you, Carol. Happy Easter. Yeah, Happy Easter to you and happy Passover. Um, imagine uh, going to the online homepage of your cell phone provider. And the first thing that you see is that the prices are cheaper. Uh, you get the same coverage. And they actually believe in the same things that you believe in. And they're they're out fighting for those things. That's unbelievable. Doesn't happen. It does in the self-service world because of Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. That means you're going to get the best possible service wherever you're at. And if you're not satisfied, their customer guarantee lets you switch to a different network for free without changing carriers. These guys have done, they've taken a page from the progressive playbook. They've built a great company and then said, let's plow this into the things we believe in. And the things they believe in, free speech, sanctity of life, Second Amendment, they're on our side. Switch and help them help us. 
PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them at 878-PATRIOT. They make it really easy to switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or 878-PATRIOT. Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Jonathan Kahn is going to join us uh, next hour. The return, I'm sorry, in hour three, Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. Uh, it is uh, pretty amazing. We are fighting evil, just total evil, America. That's what's happening. We're not fighting against the Democrats or Republicans. We're fighting evil. And I've asked you to fast and pray and uh, go way out of our you know, way out of our league here on this, but I would just ask you just to close your eyes for, unless you're driving, close your eyes for just a second and uh, pray for our country. Restore us, God, please. Make your face shine on us that we may be saved. We know what we have done, and if we have to drink tears by the bowlful, we will. We are an object of derision to our neighbors and our enemies mock us, and it is because we have fallen away from you. Today, Lord, millions of us are putting on the full armor that you have given us to stand against the devil's schemes. He has us seemingly by the throat, but we know that is false, and our feet are fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. You are our shepherd. We lack nothing when we return to you. We fear no evil, Lord. Save us. Save our country, our republic. Help us preserve the freedoms that you have given us. The Glenn Beck Program.